0: Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. And uh, it's great to have you along today, and we're talking about a really big issue. It's been going on for a while, and I'm so excited to have Jim Beloga with me today to talk about this. He's the president and CEO of Porter and Chester Institute, um, a great school that's doing great things, putting people out, uh, into the workforce and healthcare and to, into the skilled trades so Jim thanks for coming into the studio today because this is one of those things that everybody's talking about but what are we doing about it right I mean I think it was just yesterday um, on Fox News where Mike Rowe you know talked about the number of people that are really just sitting on their butts as we head into a recession um, when there are such demands for people in the trades and especially in healthcare and you see that every day in what you do.
1: Yes. Well, Ann, thanks for having me. I, I'm excited for the opportunity and uh, you're spot on and, and Mike's spot on. There's, there is there is um, a skills gap in the country. Uh, there's probably a little bit of a will gap as well. And um, I'm excited to talk about the opportunity that exists for uh, anybody who's interested in, in, in going to work. Um, you know, the skilled trades right now, we get calls every week from employers. Um, they can't um, sustain their businesses let alone grow, you know, let alone grow their business. I mm-hmm. mean, so there, there, there's tremendous need. If you want to be, you know, if you have any interest in being an electrician, a plumber, an HVAC technician, you know, an electronics technician, um, a welder, an automotive technician, there, there are jobs that are waiting, just need to get the skills, uh, and, uh, and our programs are designed so that, uh, uh you can get in and out of school in, in one year's time. And, uh, and again, in healthcare is another area where um, there's a shortage of nurses. The, you know, there's a shortage of medical assistants, dental assistants. Um, and I would, I would just encourage your listeners to you know, check out our website. There's a lot of educational programs that we have available. Um, and again, the, uh, the program offerings that we have really align with where the shortages are in the, in the, in the marketplace. And, um, and, and I would say that uh, you know, if you have a desire to learn Uh, and and, uh, practically apply what uh, we teach you uh, in a lab environment in our industry modeled labs um, within as short as a year you you, you, can you you imagine one year you can find you can find a well-paying job um, you know on your way to a career and um, you know I think what we're seeing now for maybe the first time in a long time uh, at least from you know my 15 years at Price at uh, Porter and Chester Institute um, is that, uh, you know, uh, the career versus college decisions that yep. families are making. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's something that uh, I think with the high cost of attending a four-year school, um, along with the time, the four years, uh, families are, are taking a hard look at that and saying, you know, what, you know, what is the return? And you have to really, I think, uh, make sure you pick the right, um, the right uh, 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 major, uh, when you go to a four-year, um, you know, institution, um, you know, again, I was, I, I have a four-year degree. I was very fortunate that, you know, um, I, my original du- uh, was pursuing pre-med and that didn't work out and, and I ended up getting a, a degree in accounting, which, you know, led to, you know, a professional career, at, you know, as a certified public accountant, you know, um, right out of college. Um, you know, that being said, you know that was a while ago, and when when, mm-hmm. co- when and college and things have changed. Yeah, college costs were were, were a bit more reasonable, exactly. And um, you know, uh, and I think now, um, you know, you compare, um, you know, attending, a, you know, a, an institution like ours, uh, one year of your time, um, and let, let's just say um, around you know thirty, you know, two to thirty-three to thirty-five thousand um, uh, dollars. You compare that with the fact that, um, you know, so, you know, let's just say you have two kids, one kid goes to our school, they're in and out in a year, it costs you, let's just say $35,000. Um, you have another, another, um, another um, child, that child goes to another institu- a four-year institution, um, you know, they're in, they're in that institution for three incremental years.
0: If you're lucky, Uh, yeah, right. If you're lucky, Um,
1: but but let's just let's just you know be you know we'll we'll be positive and assume they get through in four years. Uh, They don't change your majors. They don't you know they 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 know everything goes as planned exactly. You know directionally they know what they want to do. Right. Um, You know so you've got three more years of time in 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 that program, and um, and you have the added cost. And you know if you look at um, if you look at you know institutions you know today of higher ed. Um, you know, it's probably not uncommon to, um, you know, spend $50,000 to live on a campus um, in, per year, um, $50,000 per year. And, um, you know, I think your listeners could go out to any, you know, university's website and take a look at that. And um, and prices
0: know. keep going up. You know, and that's the thing, too, is that I believe that the stigma of going to a trade school um, and getting into a skilled trade has really diminished. And I give a lot of credit to people like Mike Rowe for stuff like that because he's out there talking about this like, Mm -hmm. why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we encouraging our kids and our grandkids or whoever it is that we can help influence to at least take a look at it? And you know, I know just from my experience in working with you guys that so many of these students are hands-on learners. Mm -hmm. So many of these trades. Um, are hands-on and to get that skill and to really be able to, whether it's to help a patient or whether it's to fix um, an HVAC system, um, which everybody needs or electrical work or how to build things. There is an automotive, you know, how that has changed over the years. It's not just wrenches, right? It's all electronic and it's all technology now. Hmm. And these, these trades have just come so far and it really is okay to take a look at that and know that people are fighting to get these students the minute they graduate, if not before.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, you're you're, oh. you're spot on with that. It's uh, we, we, we again, we see it all the time. Uh, you know, electrical contracting firms, plumbing firms, HVAC firms, um, electronics firms, automotive dealers and repair shops. Um, there, there definitely there is a need for uh, workers in these um, professions, and if you if you like um building things um if you like doing things um and uh each and every day and and having a sense of accomplishment it's um you know it's really these are these these trades are are a great place to be um we just started a welding program in bridgeport and um i we're we're probably up to about uh 40 or 50 students already Mm -hmm. and um and and I would encourage your, your viewers to go check out our webpage uh, porterchester. Uh, we've posted up a, a recent video with some of the um, students, and you know we've got some young women in the program. Uh, we we obviously have young men, um, and and again I think the the. Um, that skill or that trade, you know, it, it requires a lot. I mean, it's, you know, you're dealing, you know, you're dealing with with, with various uh, forms of metal and electricity in terms of creating, you know, a bond. And everything in this country gets put together mm-hmm. somehow, some way, right. through a weld. And um, I would just, and you have to be artistic, too, in the sense that, um, you, you know, in terms of the craftsmanship and the workmanship that goes into creating a great Weld, um, you know, in terms of the bead that you lay down uh, between two pieces of metal. I mean, it's just, it's fast. There's a lot to it. There, you there know. Is. And I
0: was down at Electric Boat um, this past summer, and they were actually, a, a whole crew of people were working mm-hmm. on, you know, these, these cruise ships and things that come into Bridgeport, and a lot of people were welding. A lot of people were working right. on the electrical. Um, I saw pretty much every trade there mm-hmm. um, that had some part in, in maintaining um, these vessels, mm-hmm. and especially here in Connecticut where we've got, um, so many whether you've got the casinos think about the jobs that are there in sure. all these trades you know think about electric boat think about any occupation any job any institution in the state Um, from CAD folks Mm -hmm. you know there's just so much need out there right Right. here in our state so if you've got somebody just sitting around saying I don't know what I want to do or more importantly I don't know if I can afford it there are options
1: no absolutely and I I would encourage the listeners to uh, to definitely come out to our campuses Mm -hmm. take a tour you know give us a call send us an email send us a text uh, come out take a tour uh, I, I find uh, f- uh, folks are generally um, blown away yeah. uh, when they come into our, our schools and take a look at our industry modeled labs that we've designed. Mm-hmm. You know And I think for many folks, if you don't have anybody in your um, uh, family and friends network that you know that does that type of work. So like for example, if you don't have anybody in your in your family and friend network, that's a plumber. I mean, you, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And, you know, you might you might actually have a plumber come to your house when, you know, you have a pipe clogged or, or there's some, some problem, a pipe burst or whatever. Um, but I think that for, for many folks, I don't think they always make that connection that this is a viable, these are viable jobs. These are viable careers. I and mean, we have students who have gone through our program, have gone out, done their requisite um, on-the-job training that they've needed to do as an apprentice to then uh, become a licensed professional. And and we have some of these students who, who want to be business owners, yep. and they go out and start their own plumbing contracting firm or their electrical contracting mm-hmm. firm or HVAC. And you think about what we've just been through the last three years, yes. and HVAC has become so important, the air quality in our homes, air quality in the places we work, the places we worship. You know, every every place that we're inside uh, folks are concerned about the air quality now and not only the hot and cold air but but the actual the 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 integrity of the air that's getting cycled through the the facility mm-hmm. um, and 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 I would just I would just you know encourage uh, again um, really any um, and I'll call a young person somebody from uh, I'd say f- uh, 14 to, to to 65 um you know ch- you know there's there are viable career options if if you want to um, come to school for a year, um, and then and then go into the field and, and work for you know a couple more years to become for for the vocations or, or this or the professions that require licensure, you know you're going to have to work a couple of years. Um, uh, in on those, the job. On yep. the job, under, underneath a licensed right. professional. It's no different than me being a CPA. I mean, as a certified public accountant, I came out of college. Um, I had to I had to work uh, in the state that I was um, going to become licensed in. I had to work uh, for two years underneath um, a licensed um, CPA. And then that person obviously vouched. You know, I, yeah. I, w- I was in a, quote, program. But they then basically said, yeah, Jim Jim worked the four, the 4,000 or whatever it is, 4,100, 4,200 hours of, of time to meet the um, – the uh, the work the work uh, uh, requirement and uh, I had the educational requirement obviously from from my college days and uh, and then I and then I took the CPA exam and, and became a licensed CPA so so again whether you want to be a plumber electrician HVAC electronics um, those folks are generally subject to some form of of state licensure um, again there's some certifications in automotive there's certifications in uh, welding and, um, and then as you extend into healthcare care I mean obviously we have a practical nursing program where
0: externships where they actually get out into the facilities yep. whether it's assisted living yep. or actual hospitals to do you know their, their hours out there yep. clinicals yep. so yeah so and you've got it's, that plan all set up and that's the beauty of, of what you do at Porter and Chester Institute yep. the other thing that impresses me is the instructors mm-hmm. so that most of these instructors that are that are teaching these um, students you know whether they're adult learners whether they're veterans whether they're right out of high school, they've worked in the industry right? and they understand how things work. Not only the hard skills, the hands-on stuff, but the soft skills, right? Like show up, be on time, be polite, you know, don't track mud into the house. Mm -hmm. I mean, all those kinds of things. It's all part of the experience that you get there.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's another really good point is that as much as you're learning the technical skills while you're with us, um, you're also learning professional skills. Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, your appearance matters, Um, you know, your attitude, your attitude matters, Um, uh, you know, you know, having the ability to communicate, Um, you know, uh, showing, like you said, showing up on time, showing up, I mean, for a lot of, you know, like a lot of the professions that we have, that everyone wears a uniform. So, you know, making sure that you, you look the part, Um, because again, whether you're in, you know, in, in some sort of healthcare setting or dental office setting, um, or office setting, or you know, out in the field, or coming into somebody's home or someone's business, you know, there, you know, I mean, I, we all, we all sort of take a look at, you know, how we represent ourselves, you know, as that professional, mm-hmm. and and so again, just you know, working with students in that regard um, to to just you know help them understand people that. skills. You know, exactly. you don't learn
0: that in a classroom. You right. really, you really have to experience that. The other thing I find too is, you know, the continuing. Um, the continuance of your education and of your career Mm -hmm. as you graduate from like a Porter and Chester Institute. For example, at my car dealership, you know, so I go to, I have a Lexus, I go Mm -hmm. there and, you know, a lot of the people I talk to, you know, yeah, I went to a trade school, I went to a trade school and now... You know, Lexus and, for example, Hoffman mm-hmm. is taking me to the next step. It's sure. continuing education. And with that continuing education comes an increased pay scale. Right. So it doesn't just stop there, right. Right? right? You've got advancement opportunities if you work at it.
1: Right. And, and one of the things that we talk to the students about um, is lifelong learning and mm-hmm. your commitment to it. And, um, and And as I think all of us take a look, you know, over. You know, for some of us, we can talk about maybe decades, but, um, you know, if you look at life over the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years, it's amazing, right? The amount of technology that has been integrated into our lives. And, um, uh, you know, you look at a car, you know, a car 15 years ago may have consisted of, you know, maybe 30% of the car was electronic. You know, today it's probably 95%. And so the skills that you need, uh, today um, are different than the skills that you needed mm-hmm. a long time ago because you know a car was more mechanically based, not electronically based. Today they're more electronically based, so so it requires you know a different skill set. You still have to have mechanical dexterity and the ability you know to use hand tools and other tools to to make the repair but in terms of your ability to diagnose the the situation or the problem you're now relying on technology relying on you know hooking up a computer to the car's computer and and then you know um getting back error codes and then and then trying to figure out from there what we see what what do we think the problem is and again as you start to look at um, uh, building automation systems Uh, you you know, this is the internet of things, if you will, is being extended, you know, throughout everything that we do. So, uh, you know, again, I think the skills that folks are presented with are just the beginning, you know, from our school, when you're, when you're being introduced, you're getting the skills to become, you know, a, a high quality entry level employee. And then you have to commit to your point, you have to commit yourself to lifelong learning, because um, you know, Lexus, for example, is gonna come out with a new model, they're, and their engineers are gonna design a car in a different way, they're gonna put a new feature on this car or that car, and, and so again, um, the technician who wants to be successful and move up in terms of the pay grade and the pay scales um, is gonna to have to commit themselves to um, lifelong learning so that they can, they can continue to progress along their career. And, and again, you know, frequency in, in the actual practice um, matters, And that's one of the things that I think is really great about our education. Um, and, and I have to say, even for myself, um, I'll sit in a class from time to time, listen to the theory that's presented, and then go into one of our industry-modeled labs and and practically apply that skill and mm-hmm. say, oh, I, 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 I get it. I can – you know, there's the, – the education, you know, in my mind is relevant in the sense that I can make a connection between the theory as to why something works – and then I can go and practically apply it. And I can sort of touch it, feel it, see it, hear it. Do uh, it. And do it. Well, and, you know,
0: and I know that you've, you've spent a lot of time on the uh, welding simulator. I right. mean, just state-of-the-art stuff down there and it's not as easy as it looks and you being a perfectionist from what I can tell you know it was you wanted to get a good score before right. you know so that's the other thing there are there's great tools you know whether it's animation Annie mm-hmm. you know the the animated doll that screams and yells and right. is amazing in the healthcare care um, field down there but you know what I wish Jim I just wish that high schools and I think they're getting better at this they are. and high school counselors you know presented this as a viable option for students Um, instead of that you got to go to a four-year university and I know a lot of schools like New Britain High School for example they've got a Met Academy they've got hands-on learning there Mm -hmm. as far as a lot of the trades it's an introduction to those students Mm -hmm. to get them excited and introduce them to what the future could realistically look like and that's what you need we need more of that
1: yeah and I think and I think there's a there is a major shift in the country right now Between there's this, I think this debate or this decision that families have to take. It's career versus college, and Mm -hmm. and I and I think that that is becoming um, much more um, relevant uh, in in terms of front of mind for families because again weighing the time plus the cost uh, plus the future earnings of the of the major or the uh, that you select with with a career and and that career requires you know generally. less than two years of of technical training and then and then taking a look at the career path there um and again just like we talked about career uh, continuous lifelong learning you know i think what we're seeing more and more is students um you know sort of taking their education in pieces as they move through their lives and you know with the advent of you know i want to become a, a plumber let's just say or an hvac tech and and i learn the skill you know i learned the trade and then all of a sudden you know i'm uh you know, let's just say I'm 18. I I, co- I go to Porter and Chester Institute. I get out at 19. I need to work for four years to get my hours, my on-the-job hours. So now I'm 23. I, I I work for maybe a couple more years, and then I'm let's just say I'm 26 or 27. Start your own business. Yeah, I want to start my own contract. And they firm. do, and, and they do. And so what I might do yeah. is they, they may come back to us and take you know one of our one of our business uh, programs. Uh, to learn all the basics mm-hmm. of what it's what's involved to managing employees, uh, to you know, to making payroll, to to the accounting, to the marketing, you know, all those things, and then and then when they're thirty, you know, they they might be successfully running you know a couple of trucks, and now they're on their way to you know a plumbing contracting business that now is is adding jobs in the state and is, is, um, is at, you know, is adding tax revenue, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, 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 you know, again, 12 years earlier, they just graduated from high school. I and know. Now, and now— It's a you, faster track. Yeah, absolutely. I
0: want to go back to Mike Rowe. So Mike Rowe, for those of you who might not know, is the host of How America Works. And he was recently on Fox News, and here's what I quote him. He says, you've got 7 million men right now, prime age 25 to 54, not only not working but affirmatively not looking for work he said in this recession people are sitting on their butts Mm. i mean why is that when there when there are options out there in short term when you think about one year Mm -hmm. you know it's just a blip
1: well yeah and again i'll go back to the fact that many folks i mean you don't know what you don't know Mm -hmm. right and if you if you don't know that there's an opportunity that might pique your interest Um, you know, that, that, that sort of situation passes you by. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things that we've tried to do um, uh, over the last several years is, is try to make more and more people aware of what, of what the career path could look like for somebody, whether you're 18 or whether you're 35 or whether you're 45. Um, You know, we, we, you know, I host a podcast called Inside Career Technical Education, and we have people on there that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, uh, we haven't any sixties yet, but <laughs> but but we have you know we have had folks who've who've changed career yep. you know in their fifties and and you know and, and I think that uh, just folks not knowing that this kind of educational path to employment exists and and the great thing about our education is is that when you leave us you actually have tangible skills I mean you actually could fix something in your house right uh, or fix something on your car mm-hmm. or you know you could you could um, you would you would have a better understanding and possibly fix something you know in a medical or dental or you know office on the healthcare side it, it, as well as you know we do have you know computer aided design drafting and we've got computer network technology and we've got we've got a whole bunch of other programs through uh, a, another school that we own called YTI Career Institute, um, but um, the, the the I think the thing is that uh, again um, trying to. Just get folks to understand that there's other opportunities out there for them. Uh, one of the things that we hear, and I've heard a lot, um, when I ask our students who come to us, you know, um, you know one, how'd you hear about us? And then two, did um, were you ever presented this opportunity in high school? and And they just they simply said they may have been presented the opportunity. They don't really remember that. Um, and some of them will flat out say well no I went to a different high school I mean I went to high school that you know really prepared me to, to, to go on to a four-year degree so I wasn't really exposed to any of those things um, but but again um, we do have folks um, who who do have bachelor's degrees who come to our school um, because again they're not it
0: didn't work out you, yeah, well, you know it's well, for some people I, I, well yeah. they just didn't
1: find they didn't find their passion in what they were doing right. and 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 they later on in life got exposed to it and they Mm -hmm. said oh this is
0: kind of cool and I can make a lot of money doing it exactly and and there's also a flexibility component here too because a lot of people can't just stop what they're doing Um, you know you've got kids you've got expenses you've got all these things so there are ways that you can work into a lot of these programs with that flexibility and still have your job and still maintain your family Mm -hmm. Um, it's still a lot of work but the end game you know after a short period of time is really totally worth it So, again, Jim Beloga from Porter and Chester Institute. And if you want more information on any of the programs, uh, we do encourage you to go to their website, porterchester.edu. Like you mentioned, you do podcasts, success stories there. And, you know, if you want to sit down with your kid, your grandkid, and say, you know, it's okay if you want to look into this. Um, And then when they're making money and fixing your furnace, you'll you'll appreciate the fact that they did, right? Right. So any last-minute piece of advice before we got to – um, say goodbye.
1: No, I the, the last the last I guess the last piece of advice I would just say to everybody is is seeing is, is believing. So I would encourage everybody before you make a decision, come check out our school, um, meet with our folks, and um, you know bring your questions. And and, and we again we we are um, we are trying to communicate you know the value of career education um, uh, to to as many folks who want to listen because it is a viable path. Um, I believe, with a very attractive return on your investment of time uh, and money.
0: You couldn't set said it any better. Well, Jim Bologa, thank you so much. And um, again, folks, I'll say it one more time, porterchester.edu. Interesting conversation, so get off your butt and look into it, right?
1: You got it. Thank all you, Ann. Right.
0: Thank you, Jim. And thanks to all of you for tuning into this edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080